She hoped the conference room would be empty. To her chagrin, Mr. James was sitting in his chair with her purse on the table in front of him. She didn't want to talk to him, after the way he had stared at her throughout the meeting. There you are. You forgot this, he said as he slipped it across the table toward her. Thank you for noticing it and sending someone after me, Mr. James, Melissa replied. Oh, it's no problem. In fact, this gives me the opportunity to ask you to dinner this evening, he explained. Melissa gulped and looked astonished. Thank you for the invitation, but I'll have to decline, she responded. Really? You're going to turn me down just like that? Won't even give me a chance? He asked, faking incredulity. Again, thank you, Mr. James, but I have work to do. Looking at her watch, she continued, as a matter of fact, I really must get back to my office now, so if you'll excuse me, I should be going, but it was nice meeting you. All right, go, he told her. She turned to go, but stopped suddenly when he added, see you at eight. Mr. James, you don't even know if I'm available. You don't know anything about me. What if I have a boyfriend that's going to take me to dinner tonight? What if I have to go take care of my sick mother? Why do you just assume you can decide you're taking me to dinner tonight? She asked, slightly irritated. Let's see, he started. First, I don't care if you have a boyfriend. Second, if your mother is sick, I can hire someone to sit with her for an evening. Third, technically, I own the company you work for, so I can decide whatever work you have to do can wait. Next, I don't know much about you, but I will. And finally, I'm Mark James, and when I decide I want something, I get it. Does that answer all of your questions? It seems to me you have no excuses now, so I'll see you at eight this evening, he said and smiled at her. She didn't have anything to say. She turned again and headed for the door, silently hoping he would see her as rude and decide he didn't want to take her to dinner after all. She wasn't going to try and argue with him any more right now, but she wasn't going to make any great effort to get done with work that evening either. She wasn't going to any trouble to try and oblige this man who thought he could run roughshod over anyone he wanted. At the office, she couldn't concentrate on her work. Her mind kept wandering off to her encounter with Mr. James earlier that day. As the clock ticked, she dreaded every second. She just couldn't believe that she was actually going on a date with the egotistical freak. This whole situation was driving her insane. It made her want to pull her hair out. After much pain and suffering, she finally seemed to be getting her work done. It seemed that she had finally got her mind off of Mr. James. She looked at the clock to check the time, and her heart dropped when she saw the clock read a quarter to eight. Mr. James will be here any minute for the date he was forcing upon her. With a few minutes left until eight, she decided to finish what she was working on and put it away so she would be ready when Mr. James got there. Now that the time was so close, she found she didn't feel as enraged about the date as before. In fact, she was looking forward to it. She hadn't been on a date in a while because she usually worked so much. She turned from her desk to look out at the city below about what might happen on her unexpected date. This might actually be nice, she thought, and then heard a familiar voice of Mr. James come from behind her. Why, hello, Miss Winters. I see you're hard at work, he said with a sarcastic tone, because he noticed she wasn't doing anything but sitting there daydreaming. Shocked Melissa quickly turned around and answered, Yes, Mr. James. Are you ready? he asked with a sly smile. I made reservations to the aviary. It was the most exclusive restaurant in the city. It sat at the top of the tallest buildings and was famous for its rotating dining room. 
People made reservations months in advance to be able to dine in while they watched breathtaking views of the city. It didn't surprise Melissa that Mark James could make a reservation without notice. At first they made small talk in the limo on the way to dinner. Melissa felt somewhat awkward, and Mark noticed it. I think it's time for a real icebreaker, he said, and opened a small compartment next to him. He retrieved a small black velvet bag. From the bag he pulled out a small silver metallic egg. What's that for? Melissa asked suspiciously. It's for you, silly girl, he responded with feigned mockery. Put it in your panties against your clit, he commanded and handed the vibrator to her. Now? She was shocked. I mean, here in the car? Yes, he said in a serious tone. I want to know you're wearing it.